are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network. up everybody we are live live we are it's chris denman i'm jb smooth i'm justin waits i don't have anything for you guys it's just uh you continue to disappoint me and uh i just want that to be known <laughs> you're such a father today no no hey sounds, sounds like my old man good times here today let's uh we'll just do an old school podcast what do you say I say, what's the word? No, no, oh, no, don't do no. that. Oh, sorry. No, just Apparently. be alone uh. with yourself. Before we get started, I want you guys to know you can go to Presence Float Center, use promo code WAL for what's that stand for? That stands for We Are Living. We are live. That's 10 bucks off. Presence Float Center. You can get in the pod, relax, forget about all your jackass coworkers. Forget about Sam's smart alecky Facebook updates. Yeah, yeah, stupid liberal. Forget about the world. Yeah. W-A-L is your promo code. Book it online. Book it uh, wherever, my friends. It's good to be here, man. It's been fun. We talked to Joel McHale recently on the uh, on the show. Had a good time. You uh, Would you give us a thumbs up on the radio show that we did with uh, Ben Hockman, Fred Firestone, and Joel McHale? Good times? I enjoyed all three of those individuals. I enjoyed Joel McHale taking the time. One of the busiest people probably in the industry right now. So for him to give us 20 minutes, that was certainly special. He'll be, of course, at Helium Cotton Club this weekend here in St. Louis. And, of course, we had a great time with uh, Fred Firestone or Punderdome. Do you do you want to compete in the in the Punderdome? I think he was yeah, serious when he was saying that. That'd be fun. Based Go in, on- mop the floor with all these uh, cl- comedians that think they're clever. It's like, bitch. This is what effort is. You could ruffle ba- some feathers though, doing based that. Based on... Yeah, they won't come on our show because yeah, right. we beat them in a pun competition. Oh, man, based or on... Or we're horribly embarrassed because we're not as good as we think we it's are. It's not going to be good. I can tell you that right now. I don't care how many times Ian Bag sends his emails back in regards to how he can help us write this. But that would... I don't think it will end well for us. It would be fun to participate in. Really? But it looks yeah, very... Bullshit. It looks very competitive. Like, like you do you think... You, it's literally combining stand-up, improv, and what do, what do we do? What do we do best? Shoot from the hip, baby. You think you can do, you can compete and sure. Punderdome? Absolutely. No question. Nah, okay. All right. You could too. Oh, not yeah, hell, I could. No, I would literally need right. a month to prep and well, I would have you to get The way you talk on the air. Not for when it comes to puns. That's difficult, man. Yeah, you put like, to make that, it funny. You, we'll get you a good strain of weed. Oh yeah, keep the keep okay, the iPad get you that out good of your hands. Right, go, go. Get you go that good shit. Actually, make you write jokes out. Oh, yeah, sure. I think you could do okay. it. Right. Sticky the, the icky. Well, I thought about the right strand, and all right then. <laughs> do you think Hollywood Stuff to weed? Make you see the devil. Do you think Hollywood weed is special? Like, do you think like <laughs> I think Hollywood weed would be really good. I've never had Hollywood weed. I think that's the only thing I want to accomplish at this point in my life. I just want the Hollywood narcotics. Because mm. only the best have been able. If you can survive Hollywood narcotics, you can survive anywhere. You're gonna make fun of me. I have never smoked a smoke pot in my life. You've, have you ever done drugs at any point? Yeah, in your life? I, I was popping pills for a while when I hurt oh, my knee. There you so. go. 
Good oh, for you. Well, Actually, that, was you're a, that was because you're a pussy. You can handle the pain. But I'm talking like real <laughs> drugs, man. I'm talking about the real shit. I've had pop brownies, but that's, you know, oh, okay. that's, yeah. All right, that's a good thing. But yeah, that counts. I, I went like too far you on them. Like as in you ate them. an entire pot of <laughs> regular <laughs> brownies? Me, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> Shut up, Sam. Uh, <laughs> right. So, so, the, tr- so saw- the trick is, the trick is, you take the, the stew pot, and you just get one big brownie bite. It, it's like a big muffin of brownie. Okay, all right, Mr. Pun. Uh, <laughs> that is great because I can actually see Justin. I actually, I can see all of us just getting fucked up on a Friday night eating a pot of brownies. That would be good. No, I I have a terrible sweet tooth, as you can tell by the way I look, and uh, I I've had a little bit and. I was like, this is good. And I kept going and going. Well, the, the shit was hitting me, and that's why I kept you going did, and You going. didn't realize you were a pirate. That'll take you out of yeah. your head, and won't it? No, yeah. and this is... I was drinking heavily that oh, night, too. So he had three oh. strawberries. Uh, that sounds about right. No, I was drinking what I usually never drink, but I didn't have a lot what? of money. I was that drinking, dark liquor? Uh, no, regular Budweiser. I don't like regular Budweiser. Oh, oh somebody and thought I, it was 1974. I was, chill, I was chugging it like it was water. Oh, sure, and yeah. I, uh, and it'll hit you. You're like, I've worst, just been drinking beer. And the then you're like, well, you had 14 of them. Yeah, you got to be careful. I had careful. the worst trip in my life. And when I got home, I ate every grocery in my fridge. How long, oh, did, yeah. how long did the trip last for you? It lasted me about 48 hours. What? Mercy! I was, you're no, just kind of a bitch. No, though. no, I've never done it before. So I'm 48 very, hours. I was, I was, was your eyes twitching? I was in, I was in uh, Peoria, Illinois, at the uh, Jimmy. No, I was in uh, Champagne, Illinois, for the Jimmy John's uh, General Manager Business School that I had oh, to attend. Wow! And uh, yeah, and uh, I uh, had a rough weekend because an ex from Chicago said she was going to come down to see me, and she decided at the last minute, no, I'm not coming. <laughs> so now you got blue balls. I was, no, I, that, and I, I was like, I was literally like. Like p- p- punching the walls, and my my the guy I was roomed with, like, hey, come hang out with me that, that tonight. And I didn't know he was into drugs like that. So I, uh, they were doing this. pot no, 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 no. They were doing no more than that. They were doing this thing. Uh, it was like a machine with like this bag. They were, uh, it was like. Uh, they, were hus- up. they were huffing glue. No, it was it was pot, oh. and it was like this big balloon thing, and then they would all take hits off it, and it would deflate. I don't know what type of what it was because I've never. <laughs> Sam, you're a bleeding liberal. What the hell is that? <laughs> Drugs. Okay, thank you. <laughs> so I was like, now nah, I'm good. And they're like, we'll have some of these brownies. I'm like, all right. You know, and it, it didn't end well for me. I walked. I 48 walked, hours of yeah. a trip. That's, um, I'm surprised you didn't actually I, murder I, well, someone. Well, toward the end, like the la- the second day, I was just paranoid as fuck. Maybe that was, you know, the problem. That like, probably I, was a little and, after and, effect. And it was, yeah, it was just, I, I went to Best Buy and I spent like $100 on DVDs and it's a bad weekend. No, I had something <laughs> similar happen to me. I when I I briefly lived out in Scottsdale, Arizona, and I went to I was meeting people for the first time, getting to know folks, and they of course had uh, edibles. And when you're meeting people for the first time, you're like, you can't be the bitch and not be like, uh, no, I don't do drugs. I'm new here. You have to actually partake <laughs> in people's drugs when you go to their house, especially when they're offering it to you. And uh, I didn't realize that edibles hit late because I'm just like everyone else when the first time they tried. I was like, this shit sucks. This weak ass shit. These, I don't know, well, fuck they doing. They come, they damn brown. I don't know what the fuck is this? And then I get back to my place. And then I start to trip, so much so. How does it feel like? What, like what? What are well, you doing? Like what happens for me in this? And that particular case, my first time, I got anxiety paranoid. Anxiety runs as well. wild. Anxiety does run wild. You get a little paranoid. And I was like, you know what? Let me just go out and get some fresh air. But then the paranoia kicks <laughs> I in. I can fly, man. Well, it ain't even that, Chris. So I was again in a new city. And a new place, and I had been there for a couple months, so I, I knew the surroundings well yeah. enough. But I'm so paranoid at this point. I go, I'm gonna go out for a walk. 
I'm going to get lost in the desert and die. So naturally I go, I'm going to take this entire loaf of bread and leave actual breadcrumbs. You did not. For you. I absolutely did. I walked outside my house <laughs> and I went for a walk here. and I was so fucking paranoid and high. I left literal breadcrumbs so I can find my way back home. I don't believe this story. I shit you not. I, I shit you not. This I think you're no trying joke. to be dramatic. I am not being dramatic. I literally was like, I need fresh air. I'm going for a walk, but I don't want to get lost and die. I'm leaving actual breadcrumbs. And I did. And I made my way back I home. Choose I choose not lived. to believe this. You can choose all you want, my friend. I am a, a druggie, Chris. I have a problem. <laughs> That's some bullshit that like a 14-year-old stoner would pull. I, and you know, the fun thing is like, so now that I'm used to edibles now, is now seeing my other friends get high. Like if, if Chris ever goes out to a festival and he partakes in anything, it's funny to watch because... Chris is actually friendly to people he normally hates. So if like you're a short hippie and he sees you out, like generally Chris will pound you into the sand because what? he doesn't care for you whatsoever. What? But Chris will go. If see, he gets, Travis is telling stories and lies. Chris, Chris well, does not wife, like short hippies. My wife thinks I'm so high strung. She thinks I should start. Well, you leaders. just hate human beings in general. You don't like crowds, Justin. No, That's no, weird. Just, no, he hates himself. At that too. Yeah. No, you, the, but you, Justin, you would, I feel like. Well, me and my wife went to Beale Street. She was worried that I was going to fucking just flip yeah, out. Yeah, you you hate humans, I, which is understandable because humans are awful, I, but you hate them. I'm like a service dog. I don't need to be, I don't, <laughs> I don't need to have, I don't need to be, you know, touched. How's it, how's it feel saying the funniest thing you've ever said <laughs> on our air? I want to, I want to interview you about it right now. <laughs> what are you talking about? Break it down. The, the service, service dog, dog oh, joke about you. Yeah, it's the funniest thing you've ever said oh, that I've heard yeah. you say. Yeah. Off camera, if Joey off Diaz mic, was in here anything. right now. You'd be on his writing. You know team. what? I'm still flying high off that because he called me little brother, and it was Aww. and he patted my belly. How many? He here, my here's a here's a very serious question. How many congratulatory? Um, I love you. Fan tweets have you sent to the comedians that come in here? Uh, not many. Uh, I think I've seen a few. Well, to Joey, yeah. I'm like, hey, when, you know. Uh, uh, <laughs> God forbid Justin enjoys himself. The second I see those, I'm like, oh, I'm making fun of him. See what air. I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Yeah. If Chris was nice to you, you'd be like, you're high. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, he's nice to me. And then on air, <laughs> he turns. I, I see the real Chris. And <laughs> <laughs> Well, maybe if you didn't eat every fucking candy bar or read a paper into the okay, microphone. Now, now, last week, it wasn't a candy bar. It was a protein bar for one, okay? I know. And and I, for a fact, we need to say it was a candy bar. I wish it was a protein bar. There you go. Because, there you go. let me yeah. tell you, damn it. I've been, I've been, you're going to make fun of me about this, but I've been on a diet for two weeks because when I went to the doctor, got a physical, it was the heaviest ever been, 349. You uh, ain't need to, first of all, you don't yeah. have to explain shit to Chris goddamn Denman. He going to sit up here. He just got his back fixed 48 hours ago. Now, this motherfucker think he Greg Luganis. You know no, 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 no. no last couple months since he, to him. he looks like he's been dropping weight since he we started the radio. But don't again. sit up here and be like, oh man, I'm afraid to tell you I've been working out for two weeks. This oh, no, 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 no. I haven't been working out for two weeks. I've been working out my I whole played, entire fucking life. I played, I played six <laughs> six games of pickup basketball. Did you really? I, I, no, Good let me you. tell you this. Good Despite you. the help from the great people at City Chiropractic and the float center, I'm serious, that float center is huge. And by Easy. the way, I missed out on that fucking float day. You, and, you and, weren't invited. <laughs> but it's, I, yeah, I know, I, I know, yeah. The uh, promo code WALL is what you use for $10 off. No, but despite all that, float? my ankle still fucked from one day. And I wore you know a brace. Why? I'm about to say, I'm, 
I'm old as shit. Yeah. And I'm fat as shit. Yeah. And I haven't been in commission for a couple years now. Now it's gonna be a long, painful not, journey not back you, to even just normal weight. Now remember when we were doing uh, late night radio here in St. Louis, like eight to ten, and I would stumble in at seven forty-five, seven fifty-seven, drenched in sweat, completely filled with from hanging out with those high school boys because I played basketball with freaking no, no, fifteen no, to sixteen-year-olds. He would just hang out with high school boys. That is not true. There was basketball involved. I promise you. That's why I tell my PO at least. <laughs> But no, it's no, it's so funny. Like, cause Chris worked out last week with his girlfriend. It's all over. And Facebook. now Chris, oh yeah, you can know, you know when Chris Demons back, getting back into shape. When the pictures show up on yeah. the IG, I don't what? do shit. You know, let me tell you something. He's giving me shit about the fucking selfie I posted. We're gonna start seeing selfies whenever. He's Your old. entire yeah. social oh. media is you making a dumb face into the camera at an angle that makes you appear to be ripped. That's the angle that makes you appear to be ripped. That is Christian. You know, I Chris post jealous. some of this shit and I send it to him like it's all for the show. I don't give a shit if you make fun of me. <laughs> But no, I think. But again, it's natural jealousy because Chris, he he. No jealousy. Well, here's it because Chris, Chris was the last time you went bench pressing. Oh, I don't. I've never cared about bench pressing. Yeah, you never. You, you when we were used to working out back in Columbia when we Even were the most in I've ever bench shape, pressed is didn't. not impressive either. It's like I can't bench no. press much. I'll punch your head off you. But uh, <laughs> here's the thing: bench press is the most regular. You know, the, the big lift ever. You're right. a, you're it's a squats, serious power lifter. It's yeah, squats yeah. and deadlifts, and yeah. I can do barely because I have bad I knees. Do, so I, I right think now, I whenever they started telling me uh, in high school, they they lost me the second I had the ability when I was 15 to dunk a basketball. They were telling oh, me. So awesome. They were telling me that bench press is important. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to do no, cat yeah, phrases all day. Yeah. I was like, Can yeah. you still dunk? Today? Yeah, today. No. No. Could you Absolutely work back not. up to it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my ass, you can. I bet by the end of this year, if I'm in decent shape, I can't. Last time I dunked, I was like 27, which was only six years ago. I look forward to that. I was about to say, I love what Chris says. Six that years like, ago, I could run a mile I, and a half in 10 minutes. Thank okay? you. Chris, Chris really thinks. But I'm working my way back to it. Like I was telling you guys, I'm running again. Look, I so. think you guys, I think no, you guys. it's not going to be throw it off the glass and no. like a great dunk like I used to be able to do. I will pull the rim down as the ball is entering the hoop. Travis is mad because he's never dunked in his life. Because yeah, he plays so many sports. Mm -hmm. Listen, you want to talk about jealousy seeping into the room? I'm just giving you an honest answer to a very great question. I, no, I'm trying to. My favorite moment, and Travis talks shit all he wants. Okay. I got. I was so fat and I got back in shape. One of the many times I have. We we're at the Mizzou Rec Center. I don't know. Whenever it was. A group of Asian students, I think I told this or tried I've to tell it this. on the radio show. A group of Asian students is in there, and I hadn't been able to dunk in a while. And I went in, I was like, Travis, I want to see if I could go, and I dunked. It was a rim shaker. And what did they do? They were like, they whipped out their, oh, <laughs> that's awesome, though. I bet that made your day. Asian, I made their lives. Yeah. Yeah. It's they're like, oh, when's a black guy go? And oh. you were telling that to everybody that fucking weekend at the bars and shit. Uh, no, because then when, okay, so that's fun to talk about on a podcast with a bunch of fat, unathletic guys. But at the time, if you're hanging out with uh, with athletic people, they're like, congratulations, I've been able to dunk since I was nine. But that was a very, because it could not have been more stereotypical. They were like, ooh, again. And I was, I'm not, that's just how they sounded. Well, 
You know, you say we're unathletic and stuff, and like I said, I'm weighing my heaviest I ever did on my physical last week. And my doc's like, lose five pounds by next time you see me, October. Uh, You're 9th. like, I can no, make a no. bowel movement. I went. I started. <laughs> I started a diet last week, and I'm down to. Uh, I was at 3:49 last Monday, two Mondays ago, and today I weighed myself before I came in. I'm at 3:39. So good. It, it might be water weight though. So you know, it doesn't. It's to still be, weight. To loss. be fair, you if you if you just paid attention and were and did ex, you could lose I 20 do. pounds. I have a journal. I have a food journal. Now on my my don't phone. Don't say food journal. I do. Podcast. I'm going to say it. Don't I'm going to say it. <laughs> and I'm hopefully, you know, in the next six months, I can get Dak back down to my fighting shape, 280. So, now and by fighting you at shape. 280, I'm not calling you out on the air so much. No, I. It's for the fucking show, man. Listen here, you guys. call me out as long as much as you want. Stop hitting the table. So if I may intervene, excited. As the healthiest and now the most athletic member, we're fucking long sleeves. Ninety degree goddamn weather. But as you see today, boys and girls, Papa Bear got on his basketball gear. Because guess who got up at four a.m. and did a run? Yeah, you mentioned this on the radio show. I didn't see one selfie. I didn't see anything (laughs) that would prove that you were working out. He's acting normal about the workout. Does he? This guy, no. I don't, here's the thing. If, they, if he thought there was an ounce of a girl sniffing his way from him posting that, he would do it. No comment. Yeah, no comment. And I don't yeah. know why you're not a really you're a nice guy. I don't get the fuck with that. I, so you'd I, sleep with him. I um, know. Oh, I absolutely know why women would be me. I am a fucking terrible human being. No, you're not. <laughs> oh boy, absolutely awful. It's getting introspective. No, it very much is. No, I keep it one hundred. Too much. Too one hundred, as the young people say. Do you think so? I think I keep it too real, Chris. I think Do I'm you? too real for people. No, I think I'm uh, an AM radio personality, and people really don't see much promise in that. Do you think maybe you uh, just get high and watch TV and don't care? That may have a lot to do with it, too. <laughs> but I feel like I deserve. I deserve, Chris. Some I, des- deserve. I, des- I deserve someone who also wants to get high and not do shit. It- I feel like I deserve that as well, Chris. I wish. I don't know. No, I don't. I'll be completely honest. And Chris has called me out on this. I don't really go out as much, to be completely honest with you, as far as when it comes to the dating scene. So I can't sit up here and say, oh, it sucks to date in St. Louis when you probably won't see me at most social gatherings in St. Louis. And that's just because I'm almost like you in that regard. I don't like a ton of people around me. I'm well, at the when point I was younger, life, I went out all the time. When I from in, until like 27, I don't know what the fuck happened, but I was out all every well, weekend. Well, you're married and you're older. No, no, it just, I didn't meet my wife until I was 28. So, uh, you know, it, 27 comes around, I'm just like, you know what, I'm just going to try dating apps. And that's how I met my wife, so. Nice. And uh, I don't know if people have had success on that, and I've done the the online dating apps, and they're not bad, they're not the worst things in the world, but again, it comes down to, I, was I found still them think it comes to down be, to the I was meeting some whack jobs. I've uh, found them I don't. Yeah, you're be, not finding I, sane I was, people on there. No, I was no, Jed no, no, Clampett no. on that bitch. I was like, <laughs> Oil everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, you don't. You don't jump on these sites to find necessarily mentally stable individuals. You I jump met, on you that too. You can meet doctors, lawyers. You can meet all kinds of great That's people. Why, on I that. didn't say they weren't properly employed. I said they weren't <laughs> mentally stable. Okay. So just, that's what I'm saying. There's a lot of lawyers and doctors out here who, let me tell you, I was at uh, my mom works at BJC Hospital here in St. Louis, and I went to go uh, visit her, and we went out to dinner afterwards, and I was so I was in the hospital for about an hour or so and those are some fine ass some, some elite talent comes through the hospital people who work nurses, there though. but though but and i know people and, and we all have a history of hooking up with nurses in the st louis area so when it comes down boy to, the nurses make the rounds whoa, on the dating apps boy do they ever i bet they do they're so and fucking they're, busy they're, 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 they gotta exactly, use the website that's exactly, you know they gotta use the app sweet and they're fun but they're 
and gainfully employed, They're but crazy. not the world's most mentally stable. No, I would. Yeah, you do. You work long, crazy hours. You you're see down some to of the go most get fucked up man's ass. Yeah, you literally. You got to you got to clean up blood. Yep, Fuck absolutely. That. No, I half the stories that I've heard from friends who work in who are nurses in St. Louis and work the ER in the most violent city in America. Oh, yeah. That would probably make most women pretty oh, crazy. Out of the top 50 uh, cities in the world, we're ranked number 15 for most violent. Boom! Take that, Brazil! Welcome to Brazil! Uh, Venezo- Venezuela got the uh, number one city, some, t- some city in Venezuela, See. because they have gangs and the mafia c- coming out of that. See. Street gangs We, were, we were in Honduras, and we were there for almost a week, and they, the, it gets really real when you're being shuttled around and you have are camera armed, equipment. Are the guys with you? We have camera equipment where we were like, oh, I bet we would go for a lot on the black market. No offense, Travis. Uh, the the <laughs> issue that you run into, they they offered us for extra money an armored vehicle, but they, they spoke about it as if it was, well, do you want the Uber XL or do you want the Uber Nice? Like it was, that's when you realize like, oh, oh kidnapping is a, a source of income for people in some of these I areas. I tell you, when we go to even those parts of the world, if I'm going with you, you're kidnap proof. <laughs> I'm worth shit. Okay. The U.S. government ain't paying you shit for me. Yeah, Chris, same here. beautiful hair, like, beautiful looking human being. Absolutely. My black ass ain't going for shit. So they're just like, it's just practice. It would be not worth our time oh, for okay. us to involve ourselves in kidnapping Travis because we ain't getting. I tell you, like, when, because we went, obviously, when President Obama was in office. And I tell you right now, I love President Obama. And I'm sure President Obama appreciates me. He ain't giving shit for me. <laughs> So you think I'm all, oh, hell, you think Trump giving anything for me? Oh, shoot. Man, they, what if that was his big play to the black community? I saved Travis Terrell. I wouldn't do much. No, no, no. He would make you change it. I saved Terrell Travis. Make you sound more, <laughs> more would, from the streets. Would you? Would I you made sure I, Travis wasn't a travesty. No, I can see a guy no? like. I Underdome can, was this morning. Oh, oh this morning. Okay. I had it going. I know. No, I, um. No, I, I know for a fact that no matter what, if we travel internationally, we're good. Don't worry about it, boys and girls. Ain't nobody. That's a fact. How was that? I've never been. I've I've never it's been. Fun. It's fun. Oh, it was unbelievable. It was we a, were at a unique experience. Yeah, yeah we, that'll never happen again. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's. Uh, it was. Yeah, just you never. Don't say that. You guys. Well, are, we can you guys go are skyrocketing. Again. Well, I'm, I'm just saying. Well, I'm not no, fucking no, around. No, no. You guys are doing well. The, I mean, uh, I mean, we, I mean, we, we got. We pulled in about this month alone, close to seven figures. That was about. That wasn't a bad month. You talking about just one deal? That's a good point. I mean, see, you see my black ass driving around with all these vehicles so absolutely we're just bringing in the money no it was a great experience because and it was a unique experience because it was part of us filming a documentary but as far as the beauty in the country and the people we met i again women oh my god because honduras is kind of like la of south america and that everybody's eights and nines transplant to Honduras to start their life over or to start a business or just a lot of Canadian people. There was an island there that's really famous for snorkeling and diving. Yeah, one of and the, there's no sharks. One of the second greatest, nice. se- the most second most popular uh, the reefs in the world yeah. next to the Great Barrier. I guess uh, the ones in Honduras and it was gorgeous. But uh, as far as the beauty, I don't understand people who have the means who don't travel yeah. almost at least twice a month. Oh, yeah, least. because that's the biggest barrier, right? right. If you, I mean, it's the means. we have the, the technology to get you across the country in a day, so why not? So, yeah, if you can circumvent the means issue, that's, uh, man, that, there's something about just popping around, seeing how other people live, seeing, uh, I guess, the, the best of wherever you go, right? And that's the beauty of uh, even Central America or even the Caribbean is that it's 
really not that. That's obviously not that far from the state. So it's a quick hop and a jump and you're there in about two, two and a half hours. And, and, and again, the beauty about Honduras, it was, it felt like a, a stolen paradise because oh nobody so, goes there no one yeah. goes there but he had the most gorgeous beaches i've ever seen in my entire life and they were virtually empty i remember while we were staying with the resort it was no one else it was just literally the film crew four of us on an entire beach that was about three three and a half miles long nice so it was again it's just one of those places like i because they're trying to get more tourists, obviously, to come down to Honduras. But I immediately thought to myself, no, 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 no. We will ruin it. No, no. Just keep it exclusive as much as you can. Because we will go down there and turn that bitch into Panama City. Oh, in a heartbeat. It, they would, <laughs> they would make, there. they would oh. make, yes. They would make the ir, like they would make the island of Roatan um, sponsored by Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. And like Red it Bull. would not be, yeah. It, it, that's, it, isn't that funny though? You can go places across the country and you find, or even when you find a restaurant here in town, you're, you go to yourself, I really hope the regulars don't find out about this place because I fucking love it. And you know it's going to blow up and become popular and then that crowd shows up. That's kind of how we felt about Honduras. Like, this is so nice. You know what it Please is? Please do not have a spring break package because yeah. your city, your, your our island will be ruined in two years. Oh, absolutely. That's what you think, too. It's like, yeah, there's a little light kidnapping going on. <laughs> a little light kidnapping. It's fine. But I really, but I did feel like I had a moment of quote unquote white privilege because there was a travel warning. Fuck your white privilege. Completely pal. ignored it. I was like, whatever. I'm an American. Ain't nobody touching our ass. Fuck your travel warning, State Department. Knowing full well my dumb ass would have been the person back in the States seeing the other black person get kidnapped going, you dumb ass shouldn't listen to the damn travel one. That's all we have. Leave that shit to the white people. But I had my privilege on that day. It felt good. I don't know why you guys have don't Have you traveled much, Justin? Uh, not really. Like, I've been to Detroit. I've been to Vegas. I've been for to wrestling? City. For wrestling? Or uh, what? No, for just vacations with the wife. We went to Detroit to see David Tell. Cause he nice. Had, he hadn't been to St. Louis in a long time, and he, he didn't have any... Uh, Shows coming up, so we went to Detroit, Royal Oaks. Uh, I've been to Kansas City. Um, Don't list Kansas City as a travel. Count. That's thing. Yeah, that's a four-hour drive. Literally, you couldn't just stop. That's like that's like driving. Before, that's like though. driving to Winsville on a busy day. <laughs> I lived in Chicago for a year. How uh, was that? It was okay. I was up there for the that ex I was telling you about. That it was supposed to meet me in Chicago. What's her, what was her name? Amelia. You didn't, you didn't have to do <gasps> Not that. Amelia. Yeah. I, but I did have a. Not Interesting question, but no, I was thinking that because you just said David tell you went up to see and see uh, saw him in Detroit, but you spoke to how you and your wife have uh, different flavors liked, when it comes she to comedians. But she liked David Insomniac. Tell. She loved that show right. back in the day on Comedy Central. And uh, did she yeah. enjoy it? Tell oh, she loves him. And she every time we go up, we've met him. We met him twice. Uh, she'll go up and uh, grab him for a picture. Nice. Like and he'll he I think he likes the chocolate. Hey, so, yeah, it's good. Chris. Hey Chris. Hey Chris. It's good. Ain't it? It's good. I do. Hey Chris. Listen, hey Chris. On hey Chris, the off chance, out loud, on good, the off chance uh, a redhead tunes into this, no comment. <laughs> hey Sam, you like chocolate? <laughs> Sam is not. Sam, like, hey, not yeah, involved. Yeah, Dude, yeah, Sam. Speaking Get of travel, uh, let's sell Sam out. How you been, Sam? Do, do we have a mic on? Jump in. So, uh, uh, engineer extraordinaire Sam Mall from Shock City Studios. Shock City. You've been living the uh, bachelor life, my yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Your lady's been in uh, Thailand, oh, okay. I believe. Thailand. That's how's, right. How you been dealing with that? Uh, I've been working twelve hours a day and <laughs> drinking twelve <laughs> beers a day, and that's right? pretty much it. How how much how real how flawed is the male gender that that is we what we slip into? All of a sudden, I think there's a line, and you guys are gonna think I'm lame for this, but there's a line in uh, that Vince Vaughn movie, The Breakup, where he's like. 
oh, it'll get it'll get real Polish in here real quick. <laughs> and he's talking about he's like I he's like I'm talking staying up till three a.m. He's like I'll be there will be people that didn't graduate high school. I got friends with like, no future coming over. Yeah, there. Exactly. that was hilarious. <laughs> we turn into that immediately where it's like, well, guess I'll just work myself to death and catch a buzz. Before yeah, I'm, I have to wake I'm like up. I'm excited to be my own man and. <laughs> And get and, stuff done around the house. Right. So quiet, none of that has though. happened. No, at all. No, all now, of a how sudden long is she gone? She's been gone for like two weeks. She's back tomorrow. Oh, good. Okay, because yeah. I'm about to say, I was like, man, if it was months, you go. I know. Another help. another Send week or quickly. two, and you guys would start <laughs> have to checking in on me and stuff when I'm at home. But yeah. he's exactly right, because I could, I would have. that browser. I would I would have done the exact same thing. I would have like, uh, okay, my girlfriend's gone for how long? Two two weeks? All right. Yeah. Give me every damn shift you have. Like, yeah. I wouldn't, because yeah. yeah, what else are you going to do? Pretty much it. Because <laughs> you don't, or you will find yourself, you're like, did I just, did I just watch three series on Netflix? <laughs> Yeah. It's only been a day. Every every 23 <laughs> minutes, I'm like, I really should go to bed. And one more, Archer. <laughs> yeah. And you become first, and you get on a first name basis with the delivery guy. Uh, hey, Steve! Yeah, the liquor store Third worker and everything. You're like, oh, oh, back? All right. Yeah, or maybe you only bought two bottles of wine, and you're like, oh, it's only 11. I can get that third. <laughs> I went to the Cardinals game last night with a, a friend gave me a free ticket, and I did the thing where you spend like $40 on four beers or whatever. Uh, and by the time... I knew it was time to be done when they, I was walking up to the thing and the guy was like, oh, good to see you again. I was like, eh, uh, I'm out. Tapping out. Like, you know what, sir? <laughs> one, one more and done. Fuck you. Yeah. But I would take a nice cold one, please. That would be nice. Yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah. No, that makes a ton if of sense. If we were a good podcast, we'd bring a beer in for Sam. Yeah. Shout out to Let's Get Comfortable. Actually, no, I don't need to be enabled anymore. I got no more Tuesday night drinking. <laughs> <laughs> right, that's my thing, too. I'm like, man, Tuesday, I'm still... Faking that I'm gonna eat right and be healthy all week, man. <laughs> yeah. Like you need to do this <laughs> on only a, a day off a Monday. <laughs> man, do you guys do this too? Where now at Thursday evening, I'm like, hey, it's Thursday, right? Last <laughs> Where two you're weeks, like, yeah, time to catch a buzz. Last yeah, two weeks, nine o'clock. Nothing, just no. water. See, I think uh, that's now the official sign of you being washed because I'm like Chris. I've done that before. I go, well, it is Thursday. I, I mean, I could have a second beer. Right. That's when you know. Oh man, I'm so far removed from my days of just. If going. you guys noticed, I only had one soda today at the regular oh, look station. At, look, look at a uh, one. Look, look, look at the Dwayne the Rock Johnson over here, just having a soda. Look at him, Chris. And it's keeping it's me from having headaches. That's how bad it is. I look. I'm at the point in my life where I'm going to find every narcotic I can find. Okay, this is your third mention of should I, illegal should, do drugs. I need to, should I tap I need, out of this conversation now, I think? Just, uh, this is the time. <laughs> Sam, just because, yeah. like, I'm going to leave. Sam. Travis is yeah. going through a lot of you don't stuff right get, uh, You don't want to get legal responsibility for this uh, to come through. Uh, what do you have coming up, Trav? Are you excited about anything coming up? For, uh, we've got two-year anniversary for the show that we're going to plan out soon. That'll be a good time. Uh, kicking things back up with the Memphis Grizzlies for radio. Really? That's awesome. Uh, we have a lot on deck. We're in the middle of uh, finalizing a bunch of things. Seriously, I think the next Ooh, few we do. We have were, a new project locally, too. Yeah, yeah, it's a very fun, exciting local project that I can't wait to we're able to announce it. But we've been busy as balls outside of the radio and podcast uh, setting up these ventures. And I think that's the exciting thing about it. And we're not that kind of podcast that offers advice and tells people how it should be done or offer a We're not what you would I say would, is good. No, we're not talented yeah. as the word I think maybe people are looking for. But I will say this, for anybody who's out there like 
just keep fucking chugging along. Like, and that's been our mindset recently. It's very easy to just say to yourself, like, man, this is just too much. I don't know if it's going to look like it's, it's easy to beat up on yourself when you're going through a process, when you're building something from the ground up. But I have to say with the progress we've made with uh, St. Louis Live, we are live in free play media over the last two months. I couldn't be proud of the work that Chris has put in and Gaines has put in to make these upcoming ventures happen. So I'm, I'm, we're looking forward to the next week or so to be able to announce some really cool things, especially those who live in the St. Louis area and then those who listen to us outside the area. Like we have some really neat projects that we think you guys are going to be excited about. So just bearing down just it and it takes it really you know where you've reached a point where you're literally using your weekends yeah you're just saying to yourself oh fuck it i'm gonna be in the house i'm gonna work on this well, if, it's, if it's fun to you guys and no you and, know, it's, and we have a ton of fun doing this and um uh, it's and when you're able to do it with good friends that makes it even more exciting so uh, just everyone who supported us up until this point and who continue to support us and tell everyone about listening to this podcast and listening to St. Louis Live. We appreciate it. Keep doing that. It really goes a long way for our business. But we have some really cool projects in the pipeline that we think everyone's going to be very excited about. We found a way to basically touch every Don't genre. Don't talk about touching well, people. people. Okay, so we're not touching people per se. But no, we, we're, we're this next venture, I think, is going to be the move that... Uh, that it's going to excite folks' loins. Let's just leave it at that. So that's what I'm going to do, Chris. I'm just going to try to keep my sanity over yeah. the weekend. That's Very all right. I'm going to do. What about yourself? Uh, yeah, man. This weekend, going to, uh, we had our friends. I did an interview with Joey and his merry band of uh, Vagrant Records cover band men for uh, for a, a show that's at Off-Broadway tonight, which is the 28th of July. It's a Friday. Uh, I'm gonna go to that man. I'm excited for them and the great Mark Rose of Spitalfield. Oh, of fame. course, Mark Rose. I, he did a. <laughs> He's he, been on our show before. Was I there? He was one of our first guests. Was he? I wasn't on that did that yeah. day. Was I there that day? Maybe you. Maybe it was one of those days where you were out and Tyler uh, T A the DJ filled in. I think that may have been because I don't think I would remember the short-lived one-time radio life of <laughs> Tyler Aiken. <laughs> and then it literally happened on our second day on the air. It's because I went down to Columbia to cover yeah. Hooters Live. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hooters Live. We really, we, we, we were, here's the thing. When we started, of course, the evening radio show, we were like, we can't do the radio shit. We can't do the FM bullshit, man. We can't do the <laughs> that type of thing. Hey, would and, you sell out for that kind of shit in a heartbeat now? For that money? Yeah. yeah. Well, but no. you say that you say uh, you say that money salaries on FM stations, even in a place like St. Louis where FM stations do really well. Very well. It ain't what you think it is. I think if you have, if I was in the right market, and it, not to this is not to knock, mind you, this is not to knock St. Louis's market at all. But if I was in, a, say, a Chicago or Miami or Atlanta, I would absolutely do now, the FM. Well, thing. think well, about this: Gina Grad, who's on the Corolla podcast, mm -hmm. she gets up every morning yeah. and does morning radio. She still has two jobs and does MC work. Like, that's not... It, again, you don't just get to go do the radio show, even in L.A. on a very popular morning okay, show. Okay, so this, is, this is a question I have. So for AM radio, is it more sponsor-driven than FM radio? Like where you can... No, everything is sponsor-driven. I'm saying, like, everything you know, can is. you find a salaried position easier in FM than you would yes. find... Okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, Why yeah. is that? Why, I well, AM, because I think... Well, FM, there's going to be more competition. Yeah. But radio in itself, in our very short time, and then if you listen to experts talk about it, you, you have to work for free to get into it, period. Unless you're coming from a stance of power where you're saying, I'll go out, I'll sell the ads, we'll cover the time, blah, blah, blah. If you're talking about entry level, I mean, 
I don't even know what you you would do other than if you would intern and then all of a sudden you would make yourself into a personality. Yeah. Because those tech jobs that work there, people that do what like Sam does, those are going to get swooped up in about two seconds. And they're going to be somebody that either did something for the show prior and they happen to have an audio engineering background or they're going to be the best motherfucker of all time because there's so few jobs. I would say, I would guess, I would guess that this job at Shock City isn't easy to get either no, you just have to no. go to webster college and and uh do s weird things to the employers employer here. <laughs> no but i think uh and also there isn't a desire i think certainly on the am side and then i can only speak for the market that i work in but i don't think there's a desire to truly cultivate talent i don't think there's a desire by not stations. truly no not like it was now, back FM, in the day fm, FM maybe you a could bit show more. up you could be a guy who goes and hands out bumper stickers you drive the van yeah you do those things that's the only that's the only way you're gonna get in though like um the risotto show is probably the most successful morning show here right yeah wouldn't you say? In St. Louis, absolutely. In St. Louis. Even then, look at one of the guys who's a... Um, Patrico is it, Patrico's got the guy. beard? Yeah. Yeah, I feel... I'm not trying to act cool. I'm just trying no. to fucking think. Um, he was an intern and a producer. He went to SIUE. He, but yeah. he was an intern and a producer, yeah. right? Yeah. And then... Think uh, about that Woody climb. left, and he teamed up, and uh, he was brought on with Rizzuto. So, Which is insane. So, yeah, so, so think about that. that. He probably made well, how he probably ago, made eighteen thousand dollars a year for three how, years. But how long ago was that when he started well, five with Rizzuto? Uh, five, five years ago with Rizzuto, but he was I think he was interning on the Woody Rizzuto show back then. It's and like I said, ultimately. So you're telling me so with that. So here's your answer. It's like six seven years. He total. has a and he has a college degree. College degree in that field. Yeah. He's expected to do technical things. I assume whenever he started to get their cut audio. Do whatever, run the board. I don't. I don't know how an FM station works. If it's that much different than an AM station, but think about all that work that he put into that, and all that that he put out. Guarantee you, he had to be at that station at three AM before the show started. Ugh, I, it's just it's it's uh, admirable. If people hard, work their way through it. I'm a hardcore Stern fan, and mm -hmm. he would have his guys on the air all the time, his interns and stuff. It's, they would sleep overnight in the at the, at the station. Yeah, to make sure well, stuff was at, done for Stern. Look at Stern himself. He had a family when yeah. he was trying to do this. He didn't get famous when he was 22. No, and, uh, he was a loser who got thrown from station to station and made it work. He, I was listening to an old show from 95 when he was on K-Rock, and he was talking about how it took, him three, uh, it took him three years to get any popularity in Baltimore when they first started uh, syndication in Baltimore. They didn't have no numbers until about third year in. Mm -hmm. But I think that's I think that's what we speak to in regards to Just having to patience chugging. to cultivate the talent. I think anything you're going to still everything. Nobody sat going, back and said, "Howard, make yourself good, though." Yeah. You know, and you're right. That, right. That's your point. That right, no one right. wants to do it. But I'm saying, like, right? You, you a lot of people, and 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 just from our personal experience, that a lot of people want that. That quick fix talent, and I put that in quotations, or someone with an extensive Twitter following or Facebook group of people that follows them or what they used to do in a previous career. And station owners are so quick to plug those guys in instead of cultivating the talent that they probably already have there. And so I, I, cause I, I see St. Louis as a market that is in a dog-eat-dog -dog market. So you can cultivate the talent if you want to. I just don't think there's a desire to do it. So it, when I when I, when people want to get into broadcasting, podcasting, radio, I always say like you are going to have to bring a large batch of patience with you because a lot of people don't have it, certainly even in markets like St. Yeah. Louis. So, yeah, awesome. got to be willing to get out there and uh, get your dick kicked in a bunch, really. But I would imagine that's with anything. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, and, and look, I oh, think. Oh, yeah, you're not going to be the best dryer, you know, co commercial dryer salesman yeah. if you're not out there grinding, man. No, and that's ultimately what it came down to. I think a lot of people often who get into the industry, and when we got into the industry, I think we understood coming from other parts of other industries that we knew we couldn't just walk in just thinking it's going to be handed to us, uh, whether it was pursuing sales or potential sponsors or putting together guest lists and going out there promoting our own show. We knew immediately when we got into this pond, essentially, that in order for us to swim, we're going to have to really bust our ass to do it. Otherwise, if you just think, oh, I'm just going to come in for a couple of hours, talk about four or five stories and get the fuck out of here, then you're going to be in for a major disappointment. Nick, when you guys first officially started at 920, uh, back in the day when I was over off of Lindell, mm -hmm. did you guys know anybody over there before you stepped foot? Or Chris had friendly feelers out. Chris, you had people. a friendly relationship with uh, Tim McKernan, didn't you? Yeah, so my former business, I did outsource sales and marketing for tech companies, advertising agencies, different things like that. And uh, I had a client that was a web designer and marketing firm, and I was a longtime listener of uh, The Morning After, and I had always paid attention to their business model that they would speak about on the air. Right. And uh, I would email in as well. So I was known, I guess, from they liked the name I would email in under. And then I would win some email competitions or whatever, being stupid. So I guess the point is there was a, a knowing of each other. There wasn't a friendship or anything. Like, but we were friendly and we knew each other through some business meetings. I was trying to put my client with them to redo their website and then on top of that, I would come to events and stuff, and they would kind of know just whatever. Kind of like the same type of road, not all the way, like Corolla did when he got in the radio. He'd call in. He was a caller. Uh, he got with, started. With characters. He did. That's how he started. But he helped uh, train that during Jimmy the boxing. Kimmel. Yeah. Yeah. So No, for sure. That's how you do it. And it's that not was, the same, but it's the same. You know, no, kinda, it's the know, same spirit. You're yeah. right. No, I think you, that's, all, that's it's fucking cool, you man. You got to show up. I mean, yeah. that's the thing where it's like, okay, and then you go, and then you're like, okay, Travis, you want to do a podcast? Are we 31? Do people care what we're doing, sitting in my living room every day, not making money off of this? So yeah, that was the you radio. You were doing a story. podcast in the in, in, no. In, oh. We talked about doing a podcast, and then I was like, "Well, there is the radio option where we could actually make money off this and put uh, more time into it." But I just didn't see it as a, a good use of our time to not try and make money off it at thirty-one. If, if you have a general manager of a restaurant and a sales, a guy who owns a sales company, who the fuck cares what we have to say? Because right. we weren't wanting to do like a Game of Thrones podcast or something <laughs> that has a, an a audience theme. built in. Yeah. yeah, we just wanted to bullshit and really talk to a comedians. Yeah, and talk to comedians because that's what I'm obsessed with as far as like podcasting and conversations. And yeah, it just kind of worked out from there. Before we get out of here, I know that um, we obviously talk to a lot of comedians and we therefore fortunate for them to come in and speak with us. But seeing, of course, uh, the new news, and we talked about it briefly on our radio show, uh, that Jon Stewart is returning to the stage to do stand-up, doing two, in fact, for HBO as a part of his development deal with HBO. How exciting is it to see a guy like Jon Stewart, a guy who uh, just absolutely just owned the culture, if you will, for about a decade plus uh, on his stint on The Daily Show, now getting back to his roots and jumping back on stage. What were your immediate thoughts when you saw that Jon Stewart, a legend in his own right, is uh, deciding to get, get back uh, into the thing of doing some stand-up comedy? 
It's brave of him to do because I mean you gotta. I, it's it's funny to say brave whenever the type of check that's going to be uh, delivered <laughs> right. to him whenever he does that. I but, can feel pretty damn brave too. Uh, yeah. I don't know, damn but damn if you're a guy who is at the top of his game, who uh, he's getting into the production side of things too. He really likes the behind the scene aspects of the business now. So yeah, and he's at a point, but uh, I guess it could suck and no one would care. Like he's still making his money, so that's still a win. But as an artist, I'm sure that's tough because. Do you still have your fastball? I don't know. Right. Is your stand-up good? Because what you were doing, he's been doing stand-up even through the uh, the years of uh, Daily Show because right. he would just take a private jet. He had the best stand-up game in the business. Private jet into wherever he's going, do a theater show, make enough money, and then you'd fly out that night. That's you don't have Leno to do a do. weekend. That is exactly what Leno would Every do. Every weekend, he'd yeah. go to Vegas or wherever, or wherever on a private yeah. jet. Yeah. He out that stay, night, yeah. and his, he'd be in his own bed. And that he'd make night. it a killing. Yeah, absolutely. That's so a yeah, play. so like John Stewart's that. there. It'll be great. He'll have a team of writers behind it. But I bet there's some uh, creative butterflies, right? Or it's like, it would have to be. Oh I would shit! Think. You know, I don't know. I've never seen Stewart stand up. I, I haven't seen Stewart. I've, I seen, I've seen his old stuff, um, and it's and it's I, what I like about Stewart is that you can see that he's evolved. First you can I, tell, and and I and I love that about any creative talent. But with Stewart, you can tell he's evolved. So knowing what he was at the end of his time on The Daily Show and seeing him doing a few things with Stephen Colbert on his show on CBS, <laughs> I'm pretty excited because every time Stewart has gone out there. Just through his experiences with now spending more time with his family and friends, you can tell he he may not have the fastball, but you feel like he can still get it over. He can yeah. still get it past a few guys. So I think that I'm excited to see it because knowing that the freedom he's going to have creatively with doing this project with HBO, I feel like... We could get something special. And I'm and again, I'm biased. I'll throw it out there. I'm a huge John Stewart fan. If there's sure. anybody... <clears throat> I could mimic well, a you, career again, about behind. It would be if I if the John faculty. Wrote a book, the yeah. faculty is your favorite movie. <laughs> I was like, man, look, you went from doing. Oh a, yeah, he did a that gra- horror a great movie. horror movie with uh, Bilbo Baggins and Usher, and wasn't wasn't uh, your boy in that? In the faculty, uh, Josh Hartnett. Was that Josh Hartnett? Who was? I mean, I, I mean, what movie? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I think the faculty it, had Josh Hartnett. I thought for sure. um, Robert Patrick. So Bilbo Baggins wasn't in it. Yeah. No. Why do I keep calling him yeah, Bilbo yeah, Baggins? He's, he's, Why can uh, I call no, him no, 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 Elijah Wood? There right, you Elijah go. Elijah Wood was yeah. He's the he's the protagonist. Okay, uh, I'm, about to say, I'm almost certain Elijah Wood he's was the, in that the damn wimpy movie. nerdy kid who's trying to get with the right. girl, and you know, oh, okay. she, and I know he winds up saving the you know. I think Usher was in it. Yeah. And now I'm really telling on myself because I knew Elijah Wood and Usher. Robert Patrick's in it. Fomka Jenskin. Robert Jensen? Patrick is in it. Was that after Terminator for him? Oh, very. Yeah, it was like 95, 96, 97. So that, it was that after yeah. Terminator. So he Terminator basically. Terminator was 91. The faculty. Let's look this bad boy Hang up. on. I'm looking it up right now. On the poster, uh, Clea Duvall. Who is that? Laura Harris. Josh Hartnett. Is the girl from. Um, Josh, Hart, Josh Hartnett was selling the, 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 the drugs in the movie in that pen. That's how they were killing the aliens because there was something in the drug that would Why dry them out. Why do you know out. so much about this? I worked Salma at a video Hayek store. was in this? You worked at a video store? Uh, I worked at Schnook's Video Department for four years in high school. That's Jordana awesome. Jordana Brewster, Josh Hartnett, Elijah Wood. Jordana. Is it Jordana? Don't try and church it up. Can there, I? Is it, is it? Jordana. I think, thank you. Jordana. No, what you said. I can't pronounce it. It's Jordana. 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 Dana. I don't think it's Jordana. Dana. She goes by Jordana. Dana. This, this ain't pronounce her name right. It's Jordana. It's not Jordana. That's right. Jordana. There's no umlaut over the O. I think I raised his hail. And Usher is in this. So yes, I don't feel bad. What a great cast. Christopher McDonald's in it. 
Shooter McGavin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shooter he, McGavin was in He it. plays like a dad or something in the Danny movie. Masterson was in it. Dwayne Martin was in this. What else? What Danny, this? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This was a, wow. Why did I not realize all these people were inside this movie? Every time I hear the word Dan, Danny, I'm like, Danny McBride? Yeah, I don't know why. Chris was in love with Danny McBride. I haven't, uh, I can't name, I watched Vice Principals and it was. That, it was okay. I could have, I could have, okay. I could have. That Vice Principles is like, okay, so you took Kenny, Kenny Powers, Powers and turned him into a vice right. principal. Yeah, that's and toned exa- him down just slightly. Right, which even that, I'm not saying that's a bad thing, but Vice Principles made me like mad I haven't turned in like a script because that's like what every young man who thinks things hey, are funny would I turn in. I wrote a two-scene script for my college class. I didn't ask about that, and I don't know that <laughs> okay. I need to hear Guess that. Guess what? You didn't ask? And if you didn't, but if I'm going to talk. You, I swear, I'm talk. I swear the next comedian that does make it in, if you slide that into their bag, I'll no, kill hell you. No, hell no. I'll kill you. No, that's, no but, but you, I would you, never do that. You've achieved, uh, the best, you've achieved the best part of being a screenwriter, telling people that you write screenplays. Yeah. <laughs> that's how you become uh, an official screenwriter. Right. Hey, hey, so I'm working on the screenwriter. Do you have a residence? Do you have a What's the guy from Them Your People? What's that? Who's the guy from Them Your People on that show? Mr. Mr. Gary. Hey, Mr. Mr. Gary, uh, I can write your next uh, uh, commercial for you. Do it for Pascal. Now, all you need to do is find your local Starbucks and just post up in there for six hours pretending to type your screenplay out. Yeah. Yeah. Hit on unsuspecting college sophomores looking for acting work. Uh, The wife would kill me. She ain't gonna go to Starbucks. She, can uh, she, she has a lifetime membership. You know to what you need to do? Here's how you do it. And and, and this is coming from because I know sisters. So I'm gonna give you a little bit. Oh, do you, Trav? I know sisters. Trav. I, I know sisters. When's the last time you dated a black girl? Here's what you need to do. Just go get Beyonce live in concert, get the DVD, pop that bad boy in. You got about six hours to do anything you want. She ain't thinking about your ass for half that day. It's a good Tell point. Me, man, it works, man. It works. Do you guys do that? Like if uh, if if the, your significant other's a little testy. Do you plan thing to like fix it like you would like I disappear. It, it's bad yeah. where you're like so you're like okay my dog's really been acting crazy lately I'm going to go take him on a run and we're going to do things to make it better, right? I for sure made sure Bridget went to the chiropractor uh presence float center. <laughs> We've been running walking in the mornings and I've like made breakfast, lunch and dinner and I'm just like, "Will this fix it?" <laughs> Is that a good move? Do you feel like maybe... I feel like Sam's been a part of this before. I've seen the burger posts online. Actually, I feel like the food no. is always... And I, look, this is coming from the guy of everyone in the room that isn't in a relationship. But I feel like it's the food. I feel like the food is the first move to make if they're not doing well. But you guys are in a relationship. Explain this, this to me. This is crazy. As mad as she gets at me sometimes, if I do my fucking dishes... It cleans the whole slate, and I never, I can't believe clean it. house. Yeah, would I would no, imagine just the dishes, goes just oh, the, the dishes, goddamn dishes. That that's all I gotta black do. Black women, black women don't care for dishes. I tell you that for a fact. They do not care for dishes. Uh, mm, you boil if there's half a plate in yeah, a damn every day. Sink our sink clean. looks oh, pristine. Yeah. It looks yeah, like it's never been buddy, used. I don't know what it because, is. Yeah. I don't know whether like Oprah had a special and I wasn't aware of it. But man, black women do not want dishes. At all, not a dish. Uh, finish your coffee. Better wash that son of a bitch out. Did you use that knife? Can you please wash mm-hmm. it? Wash off? that. Oh, you're gonna use it for your little uh, sandwich. Okay. How about you wash that damn mayonnaise off and get your ass back in your room? You know what I do? I just take paper towels and I just just clean it. I put it. I honestly fucking do. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, you do that. But no, she knows I do that. But it's still making an attempt to get it out of the sink. Generally, but I feel like and Chris, tell me. So it sounds like essentially the solution is when the lady gets bothered or annoyed, food is the answer. Is that the general consensus that when they're bothered or upset or just annoyed with something, they just want food. Like puppies. 
Yeah. I just want to be fed. I think we should just finish the conversation on that. They're just like dogs. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. Yeah. Woof, woof. And, and women are like dogs. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to St. Louis Live. This has been a great Friday podcast, Chris. What a great day. It's been a good day in radio for you guys. It is. It has. It's been a very fun week. And two, also, if you're just tuning into this, the last there have been some really great episodes lately. So be sure to tell your friends. Download past shows for We Are Live. And if you don't listen to St. Louis Live, the morning show, we just had Joel McHale that was and some really very talented show. people on. So Thank you. keep up. Yeah, that's exactly right. Get you some. Get it you some went of that fast, D- too. It went really fast, and that means it it's good shit. It's good radio. No, you make sure no your ass is good. Get, uh, enjoy that D.C. Curry. That D.C. Curry is a good guy. Oh, that was one of my favorite ones we've ever done, man. My mom was like, were you guys all high? I was like, <laughs> nope, just having fun. <laughs> hey, for Sam Mall here at Shock City Studios, the Rhino, my man Trav, we'll be back uh, Wednesday, Monday. We'll see you then. You are now tuned in to the Free Play Media Podcast Network.